This is Sarah Gushi and Jackie Kirihara, and, and you're, you're listening, listening to the Herbs, Births, and Babies podcast. again we've had a little bit of a pause because it's true Jackie my daughter got married and then we had a birth last week went right exactly when we were going to record more podcasts that mom was so timely about that wasn't she it was great right in the middle of the day yeah it was a beautiful birth but I'm excited about today's topic we're going to talk about how home births are actually very eco-friendly we use so many fewer disposable supplies than they have to use in the hospital because so many people are in giving birth in the same room and they have to be so careful about cleanliness. And with that being said, I mean, you really have it organized down to exactly what the families need to have in their home versus what they need to order through a particular kit company that has your designed kits put together. Yeah, so I just want to give a shout out to Radiant Belly. It's my favorite place Mm -hmm. to have my families get birth kits. Most midwives have families order a birth kit of supplies such as sterile gloves, umbilical clamp, let's see, chucks pads. Those are like those piddle pads that we put under women postpartum. There's usually a little footprint commemorative thing in there, too. And then there's some optional things that the mom can decide if she wants to have or not, like sits bath herbs or Or like a cup of catch milk. You can add like a metal straw and stuff like that. um, Right. That you can order through them. But most of what you have on your particular kit list is just the medical supplies that we anticipate using for that specific birth. Yeah, and sometimes we use more and sometimes we use less. And sometimes families sort of pass on supplies that weren't used. And then sometimes we'll have a birth where, I don't know, there's more hemorrhage or something and we go through a lot. Mm -hmm. Or even a transition, like if the mom is you know, choosing to be in the tub, but then we end up getting out of the tub because it's been a long time in the tub or she just wants a change of location. Sometimes just even having two different areas that we're using during the labor and delivery just makes more of a mess and we use more materials. But, But really, when we're at a birth, I mean, even our last birth, I took out not even a full bag, one bag of garbage. And, and the tub liner because she had liner, a yeah. lovely water birth. Yes. Which we're going to talk about in our next episode. Yes. But when you have a water birth, most of the mess is right there in the tub, in the tub liner. So Radiant Belly also sells the liners for the tubs that I use. So even all together, I think the cost of the birth kit and the liner is around 100 maybe? Yes. Yeah, I believe so it is. So that's pretty, that's pretty economical. Yeah, and um, it's great because it's right here. She's in Northeast, right? Northeast yeah. Portland, pretty close to your office. And yeah. she can have it shipped to your house, or you can go pick it up from her front porch. Yeah, and it's owned by a midwife. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, we usually end up with a bag of trash and um, another load or two of laundry. If you have 
uh, air birth, shall we say? A land birth. Uh, land birth. Mm -hmm. There we go. Then there's um, then there's usually a little more laundry. Yeah. A little more garbage. While we're talking about laundry, shall we talk about laundry? Let's talk about laundry. <laughs> we do laundry. We do laundry. And birth laundry is a little bit different than your typical load at home. It doesn't really age well, does it? It does not. It does not. We typically start a load of laundry before we leave. There are times, uh, like at your birth, mm -hmm. where you lived in an apartment building and the group laundry, it was the middle of the night. You can't always access those places or you're not supposed to use the laundry in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. So I think I took it home and brought it back to you. I know. Um, I was pretty lucky in that, that case. Was, yeah, not all midwives do that. <laughs> no, and we don't do that all the time. And we don't. Yeah, I definitely don't. But we always start a load before we leave. Sometimes Sarah, Sarah is like it's her goal. It's a mission to try to pre-treat any large stains or areas before we get it into the laundry. She'll be on her hands and knees next to their scrubbing. bathtub scrubbing. Yeah, I have done that. Yeah, so, so in addition to the birth kit, we give families a list of supplies together. Yes. And on that list, for example, it says like six to eight towels. And people ask me, does that mean we are going to throw out the six to eight towels? No, most of them are just wet from you getting in and out of the tub. Our biggest tip of the day is cold water for blood, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> if you, uh, as long as you wash things that have blood on them in cold water quickly with some detergent or um, sometimes it's good to have stain remover, isn't it? Stain remover or hydrogen peroxide. Or even just carbonated water, like a little yeah. LaCroix or a little soda stream we discovered at our last birth. Yeah, and our last birth, we had a little bit of a blood situation on a corner of a rug. And we were trying to get it out, and the best thing to use if they don't yeah. have some of those other things and you don't want to bleach it because it wasn't white right so we were looking for carbonated water and typically nowadays everyone has like has a, a LaCroix or right. a, some canned sparkling water polar whatever it is and this family ended up not having it we were right. looking in the garage you were gonna we go were, buy some I was gonna go around the corner and buy some until the partner said, oh, we have a soda stream tucked in the back of our cabinet. Which was perfect. So we are not saying that every family needs to buy a soda stream in no. order to have a home birth. And you do not need to have canned sparkling water at your birth. But that is a good illustration of how we are resourceful. Yes. And we make it work with what you have yes. often. And honestly, we do try to move things that might be more difficult to get stains out of. Yes. Typically, we move rugs or we kind of push them aside while we're yeah. moving around. But And my typical thing is to go into the bedroom and take the white fluffy down comforter and yeah. stick it in the closet for yes. the birth. Another colleague said that they were at somebody's house and they only had like two towels and they, she said, where are more towels? And they're like, well, we're not towel people. <laughs> so I don't know what they use to dry themselves. Really? You know, maybe they're just all about air drying. We also use towels on land bursts because there can be a lot of amniotic fluid and we it's don't true. always want to use a whole bunch of paper towels. It's really pretty easy to use a regular towel for that and just throw it into or, the wash. 
have that be the first thing that we use to wipe off the baby and then yes. go to a baby blanket. Yes, yeah. So we do ask you to have a little pile of baby blankets too. And in the past, those were typically just the flannel receiving blankets. These days, it seems like a lot of people have the bamboo ones. Or, yeah. Um, but we put those on the baby and wipe them off and... Um, they might spit up or poop on one or something. Meconium. Yep. That's the, the tricky first, one. first poops are this thick, tarry stuff. Thankfully, it doesn't smell bad. Nope. But it is really thick and tarry. I always joke that you could patch tires with it. <laughs> you probably um, could. That is the substance that is the, the most challenging laundry item. Yep. And um, if you're not prepared, it can get everywhere. Yeah, sometimes we have babies so nicely cuddled up skin to skin on mom and bed, and then we're giving them time in that golden hour to be together, and then we come Surprise! back Surprise! There's Magodium all over mom, and the baby yep. blanket, and the sheet, and the oh, bottom yeah. sheet, and... On the pillow. Uh, yeah, so... It's not the worst thing, but it's, it's definitely can get tricky. It's really important to have newborn diapers, whether cloth or disposable. Those are True. on your list. Yep. And then also baby wipes, because we use baby wipes for mom sometimes to help yep. mom feel a little bit more cleaned up. We also like baby wipes in the birth sometimes. That's true. When you're pushing a baby out, soup comes out, and baby wipes are great for handling that situation. And... It's not a bad thing. It's not abnormal to poop while you're in labor. Yeah, in it's fact, actually a really good sign because yeah. it means that the baby is getting lower. A lot of moms are really embarrassed about pooping uh -huh. when they're giving birth, but as midwives, when we see poop, we know she's pushing well, we know baby's coming, and we don't. When they're in the tub, you have a handy dandy fishnet. <laughs> so um, there's a lot of water in there. So if there's a little bit of poop, it's very diluted. Studies have shown that it doesn't cause infection. My list says food for the birth team. Oh. We are there for a while mm -hmm. because we're there for three or four hours after the baby arrives. Mm -hmm. So that's that's a fair amount of time. So we're often just sort of snacking. We might make a sandwich or eat some apple and cheese or eat a bar or something like that. Midwives who are picky or have food restrictions just bring, bring their, their own, own food. I mean, you should have lots of food around that you want to eat postpartum. Yeah. Um, and I had, I had a dad who inadvertently got a soaker hose. Oh my goodness. Which we didn't quite realize until we were hooking it up and then we're like, oh dear, we had to go buy another hose. Um, but some are not drinking water safe. Like usually there's a shower or a different sink. Yeah. We're putting hot water, um, not straight hot, but we're aiming for body temperature water. You use up most of your hot water. I prefer to just have my clean water hose and my dirty water hose, yes. but some midwives don't do water bursts at all. Right. Nobody was having water bursts when I had my son 30 years ago. Ultimately, you would be surprised how much you have in your home already that we need to have a labor and delivery. It's your home. You have everything you need.